Hey everyone, welcome to episode one of the Off the Waitlist podcast. Oh man, I'm so excited. Uh, our first guest on the Off the Waitlist podcast is Colleen Freeze. She's absolutely amazing. So I got a chance to sit down with her, work out with her, talk with her for a little bit, and this was a long time coming. So at the time of this recording, it was August 30th. Yeah, August 30th. And we didn't even know what the name of the podcast was going to be. As you'll figure out, we kind of named it right on the spot. Uh, but hope you enjoy Off the Waitlist, Episode 1. Oh, there you are. There we go. <laughs> All there right. There we go. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> it's just the way it goes these days. You know? I know. It's always it's like, something. <laughs> well, and it's like, this is so unprofessional, but I just... You know what? It works. I just needed it. We've been talking about this for so long. Yeah. That I've been procrastinating for so long. And then schedules came out and oh, it's like so busy. And uh, I get it. You know, and then here we are here we are there's no such thing as procrastinating right now i think we're all just kind of trying to you know i feel keep, you keep that's, our head above water that's exactly what i needed to hear you know what cut yourself some slack man um great uh I, like there's not even a name for this yet like this is just i'm just trying to get like audio content yeah just, just so we can pile on like i have a couple ideas i have like a meme page on instagram called off the wait list so i was like oh maybe that's a great name for for the pod is like off the i like list. that yeah it's not bad it's got yeah it's cool different little. too yeah um so we'll see maybe this is episode one i'd be so honored off the off the wait list podcast off the wait list <laughs> uh, i love it so one thing that I want to do is uh, not to put too much pressure on, but yeah. I'm going to time you. Yeah, I'm six, used to it. Six, Cut me off if you yep, need to. <laughs> 60 seconds. It's super short. Okay. Life, life story in 60 seconds. Whatever you oh, think. Man. I know. I know. It's tough. Whatever you think's important in 60 seconds. And I have you. Oh. Take a deep breath. I know. It's okay. Deep. I'm going to try to hit all the important parts. I know. See, this this is the point is that uh you there's no time to think about yeah about it, right? No, I love it. All right, I love it. Go. I like the challenge. I know, I know. Okay. Just okay, just just right out of the gate. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, ready? Three, ready. two, one, go. All right, sixty seconds. Uh well, my name is Colleen Freeze. Um, I am a wife of 12 years, a mom of an eight-year-old and a six-year-old, a fitness fanatic, fitness professional. Um, I am a Taurus and an Enneagram 8, so I'm as stubborn, bullheaded, and aggressive as they come. Uh, I like black coffee, lots of it, intense workouts, intense people, and that pretty much sums it up. You I think. Have, Do I still have, have time? You still have 25 seconds. Man, I was just trying to get as like quick and down and dirty as possible. <laughs> Let's see what else. Uh, um, I love old movies, old music, old people. 
Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to try to keep going. Did I hit Five, my... four. That's it. Three, That's it. two, one. That was beautiful. Oh my Those God. the important parts. <laughs> that was so beautiful. So what I love about that exercise is, uh, <laughs> A, it gets silly like that quite frequently. Gosh, you're like down to the wire. I know. And B, it's like, you get to hear things beyond the words like yeah. what's it, you get to really hear like the first thing you shared was family so like i yeah. automatically know family's important to you, you yes know? and then you uh went into fitness and then you went into liking music and and so yeah i i just get like a good grasp of like you know kind of what priorities priorities yeah <laughs> yeah you know to an extent because you only have a minute to share so right right you know. no that's cool i love that uh so now i'll introduce you this is colleen awesome. everybody <laughs> uh Hello. she's she's been a wife for 12 years a mother of two mm -hmm. two boys uh she loves black coffee <laughs> and lots of it uh, she loves hard workouts. She loves intense people and intense, mm -hmm. intense workouts and intense people. Yes. And apparently, <laughs> and apparently old people. Yeah. Well, I was talking about old things. Amazing. Um, I tend to draw into them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now that that's out of the way, uh, let's just start from the beginning, I guess. Like, yeah. what, what did, what were you like as a kid growing up? Um, wow. Not a, I, my parents would probably tell you I, I wasn't a whole lot different than I am now. Um, I buy it. <laughs> loud, self-assured, um, stubborn, uh, difficult to corral. <laughs> I was always in trouble for talking too much in school. Um, they, you know, used all the words to describe me like spirited, um, assertive. Yeah, all, the, all the nice words. Yeah, all the nice words for <laughs> get her under control. Um, but I was always, a, I was a good kid. I mean, I always listened to, I, I always did well in school. I was uh, a jock as a little, you know, I, I loved sports. Um, you knew the line. Me. What's that? You knew the line. Yes, like, I did. I pushed it. Yeah. I, <laughs> Kind of like I do now, um, <laughs> but I I do well. I always as a kid I I did do well with uh, routine and structure. I should say structure. It's probably a better way to describe that. So similar to now, you know, I like to do my own thing, but um, but I like structure. Yeah. And so um, but yeah, I was just a little, you know, I was a little redheaded brat. <laughs> and and did you did you grow up in Puyallup? I did. Yeah. Yep, I've been here. Um, you know, I've moved, of course, yeah. um, over the years, uh, but but have always stayed in Washington. But yeah, I was I was raised not far from where I'm raising my family now, uh, okay. which is kind of cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's amazing to just be entrenched in your community, like yeah, so hardcore. Yeah, um, it's it's cool to see it uh, to see how it's grown. Yeah, you know, I, over the over the decades. I can imagine. And yeah. just like with you and your community that you're building, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty awesome. Like I love watching your videos with like oh, everyone thanks. behind it. Yeah. It's really great. Um, well, going back to that, then going into fitness, what, 
-hmm. what was your first experience in fitness? Like you, I know you said you grew up playing sports or Mm -hmm. like staying active. Um, Yep. Did it just kind of automatically Um, transfer into fitness? And not really. That was the funny thing is I I always loved sports and I loved being active. Um, I didn't get into group fitness, which is what I do now, um, until uh, I was in my twenties, right before I got married. You know, like so many of us you know, we, we want to get in our, the best shape of our lives, you know, before, before our wedding. And so the funny thing was, is it was, it was Zumba was my first uh, foray into group fitness, which is totally so by it. looking. And so it was like, no one knew what it was, you know, <laughs> it was still super new. Um, and so that was kind of my first taste of, uh, of fitness, so to speak. That was, I fell in love with it and it was the community and it was the people and the energy. Um, and it was, my it kind of my first chance um having something just for myself like I would leave you know for that hour uh, a few times a week and I that was where I just really um you know th- that was before self-care was a big thing and yes. um mental health you know we weren't talking about a lot of things that was a while ago so that was back in like 2008 2009 um so anyway that was the start of it and then when I had my my kids um, then it was all about, you know, getting back in shape and dropping baby weight and all this, you know, toxic bullshit that we, um, that we go through as new moms. Um, however, the positive thing then was that, um, I found it, it, it was a new love. It was an, it was a new form of community and, um, finding a, a group of women and, um, learning how to take time for myself as a mom, which was so new to me. Um, and there was a lot of guilt attached to that, that I hadn't experienced before, um, as a, as someone without kids. And so, um, so yeah, I started going, you know, again, pretty regularly as a new mom. And then, um, that was when I started saying, well, I think I might want to do this, um, you know, maybe a couple nights a week just to get out of the house, just to see what it's like, just to see if I can, um, zero intentions of turning it into a career or, um, a full-time job or more than full-time job, I could, I could say now. Um, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> as I'm sure, you know, but you know, you start doing it a couple nights a week and then a couple nights a week turns into five nights a week. And then that turns into, you know, every day and then social media really started to take off. And so we know what that's like to, um, you know, to hustle for ourselves and build a business and build a community. And, um, one thing leads to another. And before you know it, it's your, it's your main gig. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel you. Like that's, yeah. I mean, so, so when you took your first Zumba class, when you walked in, <laughs> were, did, was it with a friend or were, did you fly solo and be like, you know what, yeah, I'll I try this I went out. with my, I think it was my mom. I think I got, I think it was my mom who um, went with me. Go mom. Which is hilarious. I know. It's so funny. I'm, I'm trying to get her to come like, like, my high fitness class, like she, she despises it. She, she came once and she's like, no, 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 honey, <laughs> not, not my that's thing. not for me. She like, ba- she literally, ba- I saw her backing out of the class and like getting in her car and leaving the parking lot. She's like, no, no, that's not, that's not my jam. Um, but anyway, yeah, she went with me and, um, and we, and we did that together for a couple of years. It was super fun. It oh my was gosh, cool thing for great. us to be able to do together. Um, but then I just started going by myself and, and branching out, you know, like we right. always Making have like friends a, a gateway. And- yeah, yeah. Yeah. You find something you like and then you start building up your confidence and trying other formats and other classes. And um, so, yeah, it was, it, I call it, it, it was my gateway class for sure. <laughs> Were you immediately, because I know with me sometimes 
I can see myself in a position uh-huh. where it's like, oh, I could do that. Was it immediate? Yeah. Like when you saw the instructor, were you like, oh, I think I could do that? No. Or did it take? <laughs> that's so yeah, not, yeah. And especially with Zumba, because I I don't have mm. a dance background. I'm not I'm not um dance. I don't have any history with dance or um cheerleading or anything like that. I mean, I was a, a tomboy jock, running basketball, volleyball, stuff like that. But I um but I'm musically led. I was Hmm. a singer and in choir. And so I can find the beat and the music was so important to me. Um, So finding the 32 count and moving to the beat, that was second nature. Um, But like still, like now I walk into a Zumba class and I still look like a complete idiot. You know, I mean, it's just not my, I love it. And it's like, you know, I can kind of get out of my comfort zone. But, um, but yeah, when I started, it, it took me a few months to really feel comfortable with it. Um, and then when I took high fitness, I think I took two classes and it was totally different from anything. It was so much harder than everything that I had taken. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's so intense and so crazy, but I only took a couple classes and, and I did with that one. I was like, I can, this I can do. Um, and of course I learned quickly. It was going to take a lot longer than I thought, you know, yeah. to get my endurance built up to that level. But, um, it was something I could see myself doing a lot quicker than, than Zumba. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's always one of those things for me where if I go to something and I get inspired, I can see like the the visual is always yeah. the first thing that comes up like, oh, I can see myself doing A, B, or C yep. versus like kind of just falling into it. I don't yeah. like, but it sounds like with you, you just kind of fell into it. But then once you went to high fitness, it was like, yeah okay this is something yeah yeah something different clicked with me it was a challenge it was a major challenge um and because of that because I'm such a I like to push myself and I and I love change and I like being uncomfortable um and it was just something I just wanted to see if I could do you know and I'm sure you can speak to this too we do this we see something like you were saying you have a vision of yourself doing something or you think oh I can do this and then we see the back end of it you know we yeah. see what goes into it and we see the prep and the months of prep work of learning not only a new format but getting your body you know in that shape and it, you know your endurance built up and being able to cue it and speak it and coach it and do it and keep your energy you know like it yeah. was a it was a wake-up call um but I just loved it from the get-go. I always say, like, I can't do this forever. It's too intense. I'm, like, almost 40. Like, at some point, I'm going to have to give it up. But, like, I just, I love it too much. I, I don't know That's until that's I drop a, dead. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I feel you. Like, that's such an interesting yeah. point because I'm almost 40 as well. And we, uh-huh. like, to your point, when we were growing up, there was zero talk about self-care and yeah. mental health. And everything, yep. looking back, was so, like, oh, my, like, what is what is happening? Yeah. It's so toxic. It's so, yeah. we grew up in that oh, yeah. era. Yep. So I feel like our generation is this bridge between mm-hmm. like VHS and streaming. Like, yep. <laughs> like, That's so like true. To where we have this, like we grew up in that old phase yeah. of this whole toxic environment yep. and then trying to adjust, not to society standards, but Mm-hmm. just trying to be a good person and what that yeah. means yeah and there's different philosophies and you know different ways to go about it uh yep. growing up in the 90s and 2000s mm-hmm. in that era going into now what 
are your thoughts and feelings about where we are now as a society? I know it's a heavy question, but yeah, uh, it's a great question. It's a really good question. Um, I think you you touched on something really interesting, which is that we were kind of a, a in a transitional phase. You know, I mean, like I remember. Um, I went to Catholic school growing up and then I went to public junior high and the transition into public school and um, the focus on, I mean, like magazines were every, for us, you know, it was before social media. So we had Cosmopolitan and um, 17 and yeah. YM. I'm probably really dating myself with some of these, but like, you know, it was all about, I literally had those pages plastered, you know, that was like the, when the emaciated supermodels were like, yeah. that's what you want to look like. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, the sexy buxom, you know, big booties and curves now that, that, um, and, 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 you know, it, it, it all, they're all, it, it, it's just a different, um, focus now. Absolutely. So, you know, it's always going to be something we might go back to that and it changes all the time, but, um, you know, just because we didn't have social media, then we certainly had ridiculous beauty standards mm -hmm. and, um, unattainable beauty standards. And, um, and it was hard. I mean, I struggled growing up um, with eating disorders and starving myself and compare, you know, we, we all, that nothing's going to change. There's always going, going to be those comparisons and um, those struggles. I think what's different now is the, um, I, I think, and I hope, I don't know, maybe this is idealistic, but like, I think that we're in a place now where it's okay to talk about it and it's okay to bring it up. Whereas back then, we didn't talk about it and um it certainly was there was so much taboo around bringing stuff like that up you know yeah you know, we sure. didn't we didn't know how to bring up um you know the fact that we were starving ourselves or the or why we were doing it or um if you did you know that we would get in trouble you know whereas now i think the opening up the the communication lines of mental health mm -hmm. and asking for help or telling someone you're struggling with whatever um, it's not, there's not that taboo attached to it these days. Right. Yeah. And um, I think that's what social media has done. Like the social media in its best form mm -hmm. to me is that bringing that awareness and like, yeah, as disconnected as we might feel from yeah. society, it, it has a way of connecting us to people who we feel connected to and yep. to let us know that we're not alone in that. Yes. Um, because you know, what's, the the best parts about social media is, is when people are so open and honest mm -hmm. about what they're going through right uh as long as it's genuine because right. it helps people realize that they're not alone and i think yes. go, growing up that was the biggest thing for us Absolutely. it's like nope like we had if you're going through something yeah we didn't really ha like have anyone to talk to because we felt like yeah. we were alone yeah yeah you, know? you did you kind of we kind of did we suffered silently yeah. um and if you told someone, you never really, you know, that, that like you said, that at social media at its best, I think we can, there's always going to be a community out there nowadays. Um, if you, you know, if you look for it and if you seek that out, you yeah. seek those people out. There's always, there's community now um, where we didn't see it before, um, you know again at its best right <laughs> it definitely right. comes with it right it comes with uh, eb ebbs and flows for exactly sure. yeah well, and going back to social media like with with yourself i know you have a big following now um do you feel what kind of pressure do you feel from that following if any at all 
I, you know, it's funny. I was literally just having this conversation the other day uh, with a colleague because, um, you know, we see so much, and, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want this to come out sounding the way that it might sound, but we see so much pandering mm. on social media right now. Yeah. And, um, and I mean that in terms of growing and gr- I mean, like we see a lot of pandering in, in lots of different forms. Um, but when we are only focused on growing our following or our engagement or our numbers or, um, you know, there's so much pressure attached to that. And when I start, I tell this story a lot when I do, you know, when I'm on podcasts and doing interviews and stuff, because I think it's funny and I think it's important is when I started my Instagram page, I literally had two and I don't have a million, you know, I'm not Kaiza. I only have 12,000 followers, but those 12,000 are so important to me because mm. I grew them from nothing. You know, yeah. I mean, I had my husband and my mom were my two followers for the longest time because nobody knew me and they didn't know what I was doing. They didn't know what, what classes I was teaching. I'm sure they were laughing at me behind my back or thought I was nuts. Um, but I've, oh, it's always been so important to me from the, from day one. And it's just as important to me now to just be as authentic as possible for those people, because not only do I want them here for me and what I'm doing and the stuff that I'm into and stuff, but I never want to feel like I'm, um, trying to double that or triple Mm. it or become the next Kaisa. You know, I, I care so deeply about those, about my online community, just like I do my in-person community. And, um, and I feel like when I speak, they listen. And I feel like when they talk to me, I listen, I know who they, for the most part, who the majority of them are. Um, and it's just, it relieves me from feeling like I have to act a certain way or post certain content mm-hmm. or pretend I'm someone I'm not. Um, and sometimes, you know, you fuck it up and you get it wrong. And sometimes um, your eyes are open to this like beautiful community that you didn't you know I mean there's just um it it just keeps it really raw and real and that's how I want it to remain I don't care about having a certain number of followers um and and I know that sounds phony but it it really is so true just because it removes a lot of the bullshit and a lot of the stress yeah and um I don't ever want to have to worry about that we have enough to worry about there um you know what I mean so Yeah, that's 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 a just really refreshing to hear because I mean I obviously follow you on on Instagram and mm-hmm. um, I think you do such a great job of being genuine and well, saying you. what you want to say even if it might not be popular like that's really yeah. hard that's really hard to do and yeah. so I applaud your bravery Thank you. <laughs> uh, because it it's just really refreshing to see. Even if yeah. I might not necessarily agree with something, yeah, you know, yeah. like it's like that's just my opinion. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Absolutely, it's but, so refreshing. I mean, I still follow a ton of people I don't agree with. Yeah, stuff that they post in their stories, and you know, maybe even stuff that they post in their feed, and it always makes me think. I it always gives me mm-hmm. pause to take a step back, and if I have a very visceral reaction to it or a negative reaction, um, I always just try to to ask myself like why yeah what you know what is it mm. and um and I'm still friends with these people you know I'm, I'm still yeah. extremely good friends with a lot of people that I don't agree with and vice versa I'm sure I post shit all the time and they're like what is she you know but <laughs> um you know what I mean it's yeah. but it is, god I hope that we can I hope that that continues you know because yeah. we have seen 
especially over the past couple of years, we've seen relationships fizzle or we've seen people let their emotions get to the, to, to the point where they completely cut people off. Um, and I get it, you know, I get people get to that point and it's not my journey. It's not my reaction. It's not my relationship. So it's none of my business at yeah. the end of the day. But, um, but I'm thankful for the people that I don't agree with because it's always making me look at, at things from a different yeah. perspective as who as, as that sounds, but yeah. you know, no, I think it's, that's, that's the way I am too. I yeah. think, and just because it's more peaceful, <laughs> like, you Absolutely. know, like, I don't Absolutely. have to, I don't have to agree with you, but it's like so yep. much less stress for me. Yeah. And for me, stress is cause causes so much other shit that goes on yeah. that it's yeah. just like, you know, what? I don't, I don't want that yeah. in exactly. mind and my heart. Uh, totally. I think, I think it's, I think it's really, really important that like people hear this and people understand that that's yeah. that's an option to have like listen we we don't have to agree with one another totally but we're all in this together you know we're Absolutely. all people in the end and so yeah um, just pivoting from there i just have like yeah questions uh yeah no i love it we can go through um do you have any hidden talents <laughs> Ooh, these, these are the things people me- really want to know I know, right? I don't know. I mean, like I, I, I don't know if it would be like a hidden talent. I do. I love karaoke. I love Ooh. going karaoke. Yeah, I know. It's like everybody cringes and I'm like, let's go. Let's go karaoke. Hey, I am um, down. <laughs> I do love to do that. What's up? What's your a, go-to karaoke? I have a few. Um, I do Tracy Chapman's Give Me One Reason. Great um, song. Sometimes I do Heart if I'm feeling really, you know. Like belty? Like, yeah, like <laughs> if I really am going for it. Um, which which Heart I, song? Um, I've done Alone. That's a, uh, to um, me, that's the best one. It is. like I mean, everybody yeah. knows it. Yeah. They love to sing along. Uh, gosh, I've done so. I love classic rock. So mm. usually I'll dip into the classic rock archives. Sometimes some Dixie chicks. It depends Ooh. on the crowd, you know. You got. It like, does read depend the on the crowd. Yep. Yep. Is it is it like a slow song crowd? Yeah. Is it an yep. upbeat crowd? Do you do, so do you, true. Do you do any rap? I don't. So that's what I mean. I love like when I'm in my car, you know, like I'll. Yeah. But I, you know, I've gotten up before and like tried. It just doesn't. It, it doesn't. Uh, doesn't translate well for me. Like I just can't. But I love, like I'll see other people get up there and do it. Like yeah, I wish. I wish but it. No, it's not my strong. It's not my strong suit. <laughs> um, if if money weren't an object, what would you? Money and time weren't an object. What would you be doing? Yes, I know it sounds so cheesy. It sounds so cheesy. I uh, I can't believe that I get to do this. You know what I mean? I mean like that. Yeah. Just at, like. I literally will drive out of my parking lot for my studio every night. And I just am like, how did I, how did I find this? Like, it literally is the best of all worlds, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and, and it, again, going back to when I first started, I didn't start, um, th- this is kind of a loaded statement. I didn't get into it for the money. And, and that's true. Cause I didn't, you know, we're told as fitness professionals a lot you're never going to make money in this industry. Like, right. if, you know, you're not in fitness for the money. And I get what people are saying. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of money to be made in this yeah. industry. If you know what you're doing and if you hustle and if you know your strengths. 
Um, but all that aside, I would still be doing this if, if I, it was just the, the shekels I was getting for a couple nights a week, you know, um, because it just makes me happy. I mean, you get to, I've been in the beauty industry before I used to do hair and I was a makeup artist for years and that was fun. And I remember people that I worked with saying like, oh, this doesn't feel like a job. That felt like a job to me. That always felt like <laughs> yeah. it was fun yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was exciting, but it felt like work. There was still that obligation, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I know, I know that's a boring answer. Like it should be something like, you know, I don't, I don't know, but it really, this, this really is it. I mean, no, it's, a, it's a dream job for me. I think, I think it's a great answer because you, you found group fitness later in your life. It sounds yeah. like. Yeah, definitely. So you tried other things. Yep. So it makes perfect sense to me that you fell into this and this is exactly yeah. what you'd be doing. Yeah. So that makes perfect sense. Um, That's cool. Do you have a current podcast or show obsession right now? Um, you know, I'm terrible with podcasts, to be honest with you. I wish I have people sending me ideas all the time for ones to listen to um there's a couple right now that are uh fitness industry related like my i have a couple girlfriends that have one called um fit and fierce on the mic i always try to catch that one it's really great um I've, i have people are always sending me one ones for um you know serial killer podcasts because i'm a weirdo and i love <laughs> like serial killer documentaries um <laughs> like oh you gotta listen I, to this one this I one i know they're like oh this, <laughs> this one's, one's really creepy Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm just so bad. I should be better about listening to them. And I love, um, I mean, I, I, right now my list of TV shows is really extensive too. I don't sit down and watch TV at all anymore. And, and I love, there's a lot of shows that I love. Um, and so if I do sit down and watch, I'll put something on that, like I've seen before that I really love. Cause I can just kind of zone out yep. and I don't have to focus that much, but like the office is always a favorite for me. Breaking bad, Sons of Anarchy, um, Ooh, all good. Sex in the City. Yeah, so like there's ones that I'll put yeah. on that I can just kind of. I feel you because uh, like you spend so much time just planning constant. classes and in classes yes. that you want, you want, you, you know, and you have your family. And so like, that's, yeah, it's probably yep. fit, like any spare time you have is probably. It goes family. into work. Yeah. Yeah. And, if it's yeah. not, if it's not kids, which is first, it's, it's right. work, you know, I'm building yep. classes or, um, on calls or you know all sorts of different or teaching right right um do you have any advice that you would give your younger self um i always think about what my mom used to tell my brother and i which is going to sound really harsh (laughs) again just just the era era we grew up in you know what we're just you know right it's so (laughs) so true there was no sugar coating um but she always used to tell us and i know and i know where she was going with this but she would always start it with don't don't flatter yourself people mm. people don't care about you as much as you think they do mm. and i know now what she meant by that was we, i think we give way too much weight to way too much power to what other people think about us and it's so true you know we know now as busy adults I'm rarely thinking about other people, what they're doing, you know, the choices they're making. I don't give a shit. I like, so when I can remember that and remind myself, they don't care as much as I think they do what I'm doing and the choices that I'm making, the decisions that I'm making. Um, it's very freeing. Um, and it definitely like, 
it, it relaxes me. And so, yeah. um, you know, I'm always, we, in this industry, I think we're as much as we like to say we're not, I, I don't like to think of myself as a people pleaser. We definitely are people pleasers yeah. in this industry. We want to make people happy. We want to do right by people. We don't want to disappoint them. Mm -hmm. And so I think that by nature, we're, yeah, we're saying yes to everything. We overcommit ourselves um, because we just, you know, we want to change the world. <laughs> we want to change the world. We want to make sure everybody yeah. is happy and healthy. And, um, but I think if we can just remind ourselves that things aren't as big of a disappointment to other people um, as we make them out to be in our heads, yeah. but it always just goes, I always just say, don't flatter yourself. Just you're giving yourself it's, too much. You're giving yourself you. too much yeah. credit. It's like, <laughs> it's like to speak in like spiritual terms, it's our ego talking, right? Like it's yeah, like, big listen, time. that's what it boils down to. This person walking down the street isn't going to go to their home and be like, you wouldn't believe what this person yeah. was wearing today. Never. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just doesn't It's so, yeah, I feel you. I feel it you. It doesn't matter. The other thing uh, I was going to say is um, that life never works out the way we think it's going to. So I, you know, I, when I was younger um, and still probably till this day, because I'm such a control freak, you know, we think we are, we think we have it all figured out mm. and like, we think we, um, we think that life is going to be one way and then it, life has a way of, humbling us yep. um, hard and and especially obviously the older that we get you know like I said I, I don't know if I would be in the boat that I'm in if I had gotten into fitness in my 20s mm. um, I don't know if I would have hustled as hard I, I don't think I would have had to you know you know yeah. how hard we have to work in our yeah. 30s yeah. we've got like <laughs> 21 year olds you know yeah that are just like, like making it look easy yeah. killing it you know they've got like nothing but time on their hands no kids <laughs> no you know relationship it's just like um but, you know, I, I always say that when I had my youngest son, who's um, on the spectrum, he's special needs and, um, and it's hard, it's difficult being in this industry and being this age, but also having little kids and especially yeah. having a special needs kid, um, that it teaches you that you've got to just let go of some shit, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. you don't know what life is going to look like on the daily. And, um, and those challenges, the domino effect it has into other areas of your life, um, you would have, you would, you don't know. And, and I still don't, I don't know what next week is going to look like or like what next year is going to look like. So you've got to just like cut yourself some slack um, and just let stuff go. You got to roll with the punches. Yeah. Um, but it also lets you give that same grace to other people, which is really beautiful. Um, it's allowed me to not be as impatient and judgmental of others because we're all just keeping our head above water. Right. You know, we're right. just trying to figure it out. So yeah. I, I think it's really important to highlight those people who, yeah. I mean, t just talking about you, for example, mm -hmm. like doing it full time, beyond full time. Yeah. Uh, but then also making time for your friends, a social life, your family yeah. life, spending time, you know, with your loved ones. Mm -hmm. That's really hard to do. Yeah. So I always like whenever people, send me messages and like you're so inspiring you're so this I'm sure you get that all the time mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's like hold up like yeah for me personally me personally mm -hmm, I don't yeah. have a, I don't have a lot going on like <laughs> like you I, do I'm, you're I'm everywhere <laughs> well but like I'm saying I don't have a lot to balance is what I'm saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like I, I I look at someone like you or someone even as a member or client who's mm -hmm. balancing 
uh, eight yeah. to 10 hour work day and then yeah. has to go home to their kids and then yeah. has to, you know, cook and clean and then has to, you know, spend time with their significant other and you know, yeah. be present. That's a lot yeah. to balance. Yeah. You know, you know a- though, it was funny. It's, it's all relative too, though. Right. Cause I, I would never want, I mean, I didn't know what I didn't know. So mm-hmm. like before I was married and before I had special needs, a special needs child and another child and all, you know, I didn't know any different. And so, you know, in my world, I was really, and I was yeah. at that time, um, I was busy. I didn't know any different. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I also don't know any different. And so I feel silly when people say that to me, because I'm like, I mean, I'm not getting it perfect. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, and they're seeing my wins and my successes, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, and they're not seeing, I try to be really honest and upfront, but they're not, I mean, I, I fuck it up a lot. I get it wrong a lot and, um, and nothing's per, I'm not a perfect mom. I'm not a perfect wife. I'm not a perfect fitness instructor. Um, so, you know, I think it's important for us to, to just keep in mind it is, it's all relative and we're all, um, you know, we're, we're highlighting, we're highlighting our successes. True that. And so, you know, if people can just remember there are, there are some, there are some major gaffes along the way as well. You know, yeah. sometimes that kind of helps remind people that we're all For just sure. human at the end of the day. For sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, we're getting, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. The wire. We're going, we're going quick hitters here. <laughs> Ready? All right, let's hit it. Pizza or tacos? Ooh, uh, tacos. Ooh, okay. I know. And maybe that's recent because I can't really have cheese anymore, but oh, okay. pizza too. That's a tough one. That's like, <laughs> man. <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll just put it in the taco vote. All right. Yeah. I mean, you really can't go wrong. You can't. Either yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah. You can't oh, go we'll, wrong. We'll, we'll just put it in the taco bin for now. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, dogs or cats? Cats. Ooh. I love, I do love dogs, but I am mm-hmm. 100% a cat person. Okay. Uh, beach or nature? Nature. Interesting. I, that's a hard one for me. I think I'm, cause I'm not super naturey. Yeah. But like spending like three hours on a beach, I'm like, mm, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's like true. they they both have their pros and cons yeah. for sure. I, well, in beach, there's like tropical beach, or there's like you know like Washington <laughs> Ocean Beach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fair, <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, vacation or staycation? Uh, vacation. Mm. Any favorite spots? Um, you know, we did, I, we did a, the Eastern Caribbean years ago and I fell in love with, um, St. Thomas and St. Martin. Ooh. If I could go back there and spend like a copious amount of time instead of just, you know, a few like, days, like yeah. I would, I would do that. But I love, um, I love dark, like I'm loving the weather today, like dark overcast. I'm a rainy, cold, chilly weather person. <laughs> so like, you know, that's why staycations are kind of cool too. Cause you can just yeah. go hole up in a cabin somewhere, you true. know? True, true, true. Yeah. We, we do live in a good area for that. Yeah, we, do, we do, no uh, shortage of that. <laughs> favorite treat meal? Uh, donuts. I am a sweet tooth. Paste, anything pastries, Ooh. donuts, croissants. What what's your favorite? Um, what's your favorite donut? I love French crullers with like the pink frosting on top. Wow. They're really like airy. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever heard that as a favorite. Really? <laughs> as a favorite. That's so I amazing. I like what the heart wants, what the heart wants. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay. Uh, if there's one thing you could change in the fitness industry, what would it be? Mm. Um, I think more transparency. So I, I think just honesty around, um, just human behavior in general. Mm. Uh, I think I would love to see more, um, encouraging and empowering behavior from like the trainer or the instructor for our people um, to find what works for them. Mm. And I use the word empowering because I love seeing when people are able to kind of use our guidance, but, but have those aha moments on their own um, and the freedom for them to do that. Um, maybe discovering some more holistic behavior yeah. um, instead of quick fix type shit. Um, empowering our people to do some research and to study human behavior, get to the root of why they're mm. doing what they're doing or not mm. doing what they're doing. Um, and then I would love to see more accessibility for like really good classes and really good trainers for people. Um, so whether that's like studios providing like you know, scholarship programs for people to come experience their classes or their offerings or whatever, or maybe working with people who want access to not just like there's, there's, there's so much shit online right now. And, and it's great. It's a blessing and a curse, but there's a lot of bad advice being given. And I think, you know, the people that um, may not be able to afford uh, good classes or a good trainer or great programming they take what they can get and, and that's better than yeah. nothing you know um but i would just like to see a little bit more accessibility from like a monetary and financial standpoint for people because it, it is a luxury and it is yeah. such a privilege um and i always want to see more community more community focus always i love um when people discover like the beauty in movement and the beauty in just living life um, through community yeah. and, and, you know, so it's, those it's would be mine. It's important, especially now. It is so important. Like, it's so important. Now. Yeah, it's vital. A um, couple more questions. Uh, okay. What's your why? Um, the easy answer is my kids, mm -hmm. obviously. You know, that's it. That's a given. Um, and I was thinking, I was thinking a little bit about that because I think – my answer in the past was always um, getting, getting people to fall in love with movement, you know, with moving their bodies and falling in love with movement. And I was thinking about it recently and I was like, I don't, I don't think that that's an, uh, a realistic answer for myself anymore. I think because I know I don't always love moving, I always feel better for it after and I right. never regret moving my body. I never regret working out. But I think that if, I think that if I can help people find beauty in feeling alive, whether that's a really tough workout, maybe it's feeling like shit and like getting through a workout um, and pushing themselves through something that they didn't think that they uh, could do or wanted to do. And they came out the other end better for it. I just, I really think right now living life at like whatever that means. So it's fullest capacity is just so important. So if I can, if I can just help people be more in touch with feeling that feeling alive whatever that means yeah um if it's awful or hard or great or beautiful um then I i've done my job love that answer i think yeah. uh and 
I think it's important for people to realize your why can change, you know, like, all the time it's, like, and it should, right? Yeah. 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 Cause yeah. we evolve and grow as a person and you know, yeah. like once we hit goals, it's like, what's next? What and, next? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, absolutely. you know, I think as we evolve and grow, like it should change. I think there's always like a base layer, totally. especially if you start, yep. like you said earlier with, you know, with, uh, helping people like peeling mm -hmm. back like what yeah. what is it really yeah like what do those 20 pounds mean totally to totally drop? it yeah. always goes back to behaviors human behaviors right. always yeah. i think that's i think that's really important i think that's why uh you've built such a amazing following is because you get you get at the root of people like you're like yeah. no let's let's dig a little bit yeah. let's go <laughs> let's, yeah let's let's peel that what layer off that? yeah 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 totally <laughs> Totally. Um, uh, what, who, if you could hear anyone on the off the waitlist podcast, I guess that's what we're officially calling. <laughs> I love it. Hey man, if it comes naturally, it, like it yeah, must be, yeah, you know, exactly. It, off the waitlist pod. I like if, it. If you could hear anybody on it, who would it be? And it has to be someone that you could help us get on to the show yeah i was um I, there were a few that i was thinking of um one of, and and I, I was trying to think of like you know local ish people that yeah. might be you know in in our network or whatever but totally. i would love um to to hear britney love she's curvy curvy girl yeah on, uh, online i just everything she has to say is just like she like gets me so like pumped up and she's so fun and so freaking talented um and she's just doing some really cool cool stuff um, Allison Tenney, she's another one, like every time she talks about um, programming and human behavior and all that kind of stuff, I just, I love, I always love what she has to say. Um, and what, what she's not her name afraid, her, her name is Allison Tenney, T-E-N-N-E-Y. Yeah. And I think that's actually her uh, username on Instagram too. Oh, great. So um, and then when, when, yeah, I, she when just, I post this, I'll just like tag them and yeah tag them like hey <laughs> you're right i'm like sorry guys i'm putting you on the spot yeah. like, Thanks a lot, like who is this guy i don't even know who this guy is <laughs> they're like oh cool i guess i'm doing a podcast now <laughs> on top of everything else yeah and then the last one um i just discovered her and she's so cool her name is uh marianne stansel do you know who oh that is? yeah she's fantastic oh my gosh i love her, I love her so much i like, love her I'm so into um, she does, all of that kind of stuff yeah, right now. She does like a lot the intuitive of intuitive energy. Yeah. Yes. I've had oh, she's like awesome. plenty of card readings from her. She is so cool. And she's yeah. so engaged with like her own community. But she's, um, yeah, and I just love her. She has been like a, a really recent favorite of mine. So she'd be, a, I think she'd be shout cool out. too. Three yeah. shout outs. Oh my God. You know? Gosh, I, love I came it. prepared, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Finally. Uh, thanks for all your time. Oh my gosh, thank uh, I you. appreciate it. Uh, let people know where and when they can find you. Yeah. And, and I am, hit up on your social medias, just like mic drop, where they it. can work out with you. Self-promotion. Um, yeah, I, uh, my, my username could not be more straightforward. It's just Colleen Freeze Fitness. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what it is on Instagram, on Facebook, um, on YouTube. I have some um, YouTube workouts for free on my channel that I did like when, you know, the start of, of COVID. I'm hoping to, once the kids are back in school, like, you know, get, some, get that fired back up again, hopefully. Mm -hmm. I said I was done doing virtual stuff, um, like live workouts and stuff, but, you know, never say never. 
I've been getting the itch to to start doing some some virtual workouts again. But the best the best way to follow along with me is on Instagram. I always put all my updates over there. Um, if you're in the South Sound area, the Puyallup Tacoma area, um, I teach in person classes. You can find all that info on my Instagram in my bio in my link tree. Um, DM me. I'm super accessible. I'm probably way more accessible than I should be. So you can always drop me a message. And that's what we love about you. (laughs) I'm like, oh God, I've got to respond to everybody right away. Uh, Well, um, we appreciate it. it. We really appreciate it. Um, Thank you so much again for your time. This has been such a joy. I wish I could give you a hug. I know. I really wanted to give you. I wanted to give you a hug in person. I know. Same. uh, I figured that this would be the best way uh, to do it. The quickest video and audio combined. Yeah, for sure. Well, hopefully, I'll um, get into one of your classes sometime soon, and you can kick my butt. Yeah, and uh, I want like let me know if you do a virtual class because yeah, I want to be a. I'll have you back on camera. I want to be a backup dancer. You were a big hit. They were like, who's uh, that? Yeah, like, hey. <laughs> they were like, who's the cute guy? I was oh, like, all right. Oh, my goodness. Like, hey. Yeah, you were popular. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Uh, be you. sure you guys check out Colleen Freeze's Instagram and all her classes. She's absolutely amazing. Absolute firehouse uh, <laughs> as advertised. So, Thank you. Thank you so much. It was awesome talking to you. Bye. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay.